It is Rooster Teeth Reviews, and we are going to be talking about the Ruby manga. We're going to be talking about this, as well as some of the other headlines that have been across the... Eh, that's us. Shut up, self. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm professional. Uh, it's Rooster Teeth Reviews, and it starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rooster Teeth Reviews right here on After Buzz Animation, and I'm bewitched by the flashing lights in the studio. Welcome to the show. Uh, we're going to be getting right into good, good intro. Thanks, everybody. Uh, I'm one of your hosts for the evening. The internet's Mark Bidonica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark Bidonica. That's Megan Salinas. Hey, guys. You guys can uh, tweet at me at the Manguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N, and I wish I had glow sticks. That's Stacey Shuttleworth. Hey, guys. You can find me all over the web at Stacey Shuttles. Katie Cullen. Hi, my buddies. You can follow me all over the social medias at Kiyoshe. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. So, uh, before I was so rudely interrupted by myself, what an asshole, uh, uh, I, was try- I was trying to uh, get across that these in-between after-show weeks uh, are, are sort of, we, we want to help to become a one-stop shop of discussion of some of the big headlines in the world of Rooster Teeth, whether they directly involve the company or an animated franchise or a live-action franchise. So a lot of the stuff that we're going to be talking about today, uh, we're going to be getting to the manga as our main event. Uh, but there's some other stuff that they've been announcing that I think is worth talking about. So... Uh, uh, a lot of people, uh, uh, Katie, wishing you a happy Ash Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, my dear. Uh, yeah, we're getting uh, we're getting Easter anyway. Uh, uh, th- there's a lot of random things pulled here and there that we're just going to discuss as a community, as the Rooster Teeth community, and and we hope to continue the uh, being the, the 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 middle anchor between the website and the community as we have been for the past couple of years. Uh, so the first thing that uh, I, I wanted to bring up was. Uh, They've been in, it's been in alpha, now it's in beta, the new version of the Rooster Teeth website that's essentially Hulu. Uh, uh, has anybody had a chance to really check it out or, or try it? The, the beta started a couple of days ago. I haven't checked out the beta yet. Okay. Nor have I. So, so here's what's up. Uh, they have live chat on, on all streams. Uh, one of the things that, that sort of kept me from watching some of my favorite Rooster Teeth uh, enterprises, whether that's Funhouse, Achievement Hunter, uh, Sugar Pine Seven, any of that, has been the fact that YouTube saves where I am, a- mm-hmm. and I can come back to some of the longer videos at, yes. at some point here and there. That save feature is a is a lifesaver. <laughs> now and now coming to the Rooster Teeth website is being able to save your spot so you can go back at any time. Uh, a better search, which is something that I think the website has needed for quite some time, and we know you've been working on it. We love you. Uh, as well as uh, similarly to Netflix, to Hulu, you have a watch list. You have better uh, uh, better playlisting as well, where things actually start and play in order instead of backwards order, and then having promos in the middle of it. Blah blah blah. But uh, there's a lot of stuff that you can do without having to go across extra pages. It's all right there on the homepage. And if you go right now, uh, it should be a big old picture of Bernie Burns. <laughs> uh, what, what do we all think about this beta? I am super stoked for the pick up where you left off video feature, especially since I listen to a lot of videos while I'm at work. Mm. And so, for example, long uh, Twitch video on demands will just pick up right where I left off because it recognizes my account. Rooster Teeth doing that for some of their longer videos? Thank God. Mm-hmm. 
As I would say, especially for their their docs, even though they're yeah. they're no longer than like thirty forty minutes, it's it's mm-hmm. nice to be like uh, I I watched the 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 most recent one, the Becoming Jessica Negri one, and I moved from my computer to the television, and I had to scrub through and find where yeah. it was, and yeah, even just their longer let's plays and. Um I'm blanking on the name of the show, but Miles is sponsor only. Backwards compatible. That's what I thought it was. And then my brain went, no, you're wrong. So, yeah, backwards compatible can be 30, 40 minutes at a stretch. So Mm -hmm. that's really nice. Uh, uh, Stacy, have you had a chance to try the beta out? I haven't tried it out yet, but I was, you know, reading through, and yes, the being able to pick up where you left off is a huge thing. Uh, more streamlined playlists is also really helpful. Yeah, yeah. That, that's always been one of my issues, whether it's YouTube, not even just Rooster Teeth, but, right. but just in general, is to be able to, uh, maybe I don't, it, is everything still on Netflix? Everything? As well, in, well, like, mean, the uh, Ruby and Red versus Blue. Yeah, it, because I watch mostly on the DVDs and the site, I haven't mm-hmm. checked Netflix in a while. Well, but that's I can. the thing because you can get the digital stream of the theatrical cut without having to deal with a disc. So, yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, instead of that, getting uh, an improved playlist uh, would help. And I'm I'm really really looking forward to this uh, going to uh, 1.0. And and as soon as that goes out, they'll probably start developing the next version of the website. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, when you hit community, it still goes back to the old version of the site, which is something that happened with the last iteration of the website as well. Either way, excite. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely like waiting for the beta period to be over before I dive headfirst mm-hmm. into something. I don't necessarily like being a beta tester, but I'm excited because um, it's been really fun watching the Rooster Teeth website evolve over the years. Like, I still remember their interface from my freshman year of college. Oh, no. That, was, <laughs> that website was rough. <laughs> was and so it's been great seeing them evolve and and yeah a better uh, more intuitive user interface is something that's been needed for a little bit um but again watching the progression has been very interesting and so it's nice to hear that they're taking the next step agreed uh if let us know if you've uh, taken part in the beta we want to know your thoughts down below or on twitter uh just contact us at abtv rooster team on twitter that's where we at uh going into the world of gaming a little bit something that gus announced on the website was a uh, a new partnership with Full Sail Gaming. Uh, Full Sail is a, is a technical school uh, that works for uh, live production, video production, music production, game production, uh, and they announced that uh, Brian Riley, who's the one of the main producers at, at RT Games, a, a man that we've uh, interviewed a couple of times at RTX, really nice guy, great guy, uh, Chad James from Screw Attack, and Alfredo Diaz from Achievement Hunter, as well as Gus, uh, are, are going to be uh, are, are in the, the forefront. They attended the uh, Hall of Fame event today. There was a live stream today, too, that I caught a bit of where we got to see a little bit of the game, but uh, they're sort of co-producing a a student project known as Super 80s Fighter Project (laughs) uh, that, quote, Gus is totally as radical and tubular as it sounds, uh, but they're going to be working with these students to develop this game, and it's going to be finished and playable at RTX. Uh, the uh, the director of the project today did say that this turnaround is only supposed to be three to four months, and fighters are really difficult to program. So this will hopefully be a really nice beta test for uh, for RTX. Uh, I'm a big fighting game fan. Uh, I don't know about y'all. What do we think about this fighter? 
I lo- I think it sounds absolutely radical. No, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't. No, tubular. <laughs> no. Both. Indeed. Radical <laughs> and tubular. Right. Pork and a loose dose. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm with you, Mark. I'm a huge fighting game fan. That's one of the only oh, games that like I can actually do marginally well at because I'm totally a button masher. How dare. <laughs> I'm, I'm a filthy casual. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How dare all. <laughs> You play Grim Eclipse with all of us. You <laughs> that's know this. That's Dynasty Warriors. Okay, <laughs> but button mashing but still button applies. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sorry, like I, I was telling yeah. Stacy before we went off that um, I spent a good chunk of the weekend playing Pokemon Tournament with my brothers. Nice. The it new was, one for Switch? Mm-hmm. Very cool. It was very pretty. Beautiful. Um, so, I, like I said, um, I'm... I'm curious as to what, you know, what the characters are going to be, whether it's 2D like um like Blue Blaze is going to be or Opposite. if it's going it's going to be 3D? Blade Blue. Blade Blue. Ugh. It's okay. oh. <laughs> that so, thing. So I'm interested like what type of fighting game and because the 80s is thrown in there, I'm inclined to think it's something like Street Fighter, but I'm not I don't know, there's not a ton. They well, they they just announced some of the details today where uh their the levels are going to be 2D but multi-tier to where you okay. can knock people up and down. Um but it's going to be on a 2D so, plane. So Guilty Gear then. Uh Guilty Gear plus Tekken cuz Tekken you can you can cross a couple of uh a couple yeah. of uh, planes but uh, Stacey, what do you think about the Super 80s Fighter Project? <laughs> Look, man, if they're describing it as radical and totally tubular, I want this to be super campy. Uh-huh. Like, the campier, the better, and bring it on. Um, I have, want, like, pixel art. Have that's, you, that's what I want in my life. Have you guys seen Gravity Falls? Is everybody that's at this exactly what I'm thinking Gravity of! Uh, yeah, the, what was that Punch game called? Punch something Fight, fist? Fight Fighters? Was Fight that Fighters. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm picturing. Yeah, no, I want it. It's into yes. Yeah, it's this totally is as still yep. as I can move. <laughs> it's idle animation. Yeah. Um, so not only is is this partnership for uh, this particular game, but it's also uh, Full Sail is going to be uh, a, a sponsor of Indie Alley at RTX this year, and they're going to be bringing the Full Sail Mobile Experience, uh, which is going to be a big truck with uh, a whole bunch of gimmicks and gear for for and giveaways. I'm sure. Uh, and uh, they're going to try to figure out a way to get some some fresh blood into the university. Which uh, I, I a couple people pr- from AfterBuzz uh, have spent time at Full Sail University, and and I know Full Sail from Rumble Mix Skirmish. Thank you, Malachroma. Uh, <laughs> and, and a couple of and I know Full Sail also does some work with the WWE, and I'm familiar with some of the work that they do between the two of them. It's a wonderful program, and I'm excited that another one of my favorite uh, production companies is utilizing the genius that is uh, the Full Sail. Community. Here, here. Follow, yes. uh, yeah, we're doing it. Um, uh, this one's really quick. Uh, they announced the date and location of RTX London. It is going to be at XL London, uh, September fifteenth and sixteenth of this year, twenty eighteen. Uh, all of our UK listeners and all of the UK Chief fans uh, last year seemed to be pretty successful. <laughs> this year, we'll hope to be pretty successful too. So, who at the table's going? I, I definitely know some people who are. Um, no, I mean, like, presently, here, <laughs> of the four of us, who's going, we're doing press, send us money. What? That's going to be quite the f- crowd fund. You can find our PayPal. At, no, <laughs> our Patreon. Our, pa- no, our Patreon, which is just send us to London. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a Kickstarter? Yeah, no, that'd be a GoFundMe. GoFundMe. Yeah. 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 No, All these sure. different terms would mean the same thing. <laughs> 
Um, you were saying. Oh, I, I think I've only got one trip to London in me uh, to pay for this year, and that's, that's my limit. Oh, that's right. I forgot you're going. doing that. So, uh, yeah, I'm a couple months ahead, so uh, wouldn't it be something if I was there during this, though? Oh, that would be amazing. That would have timed out perfectly. Well, that was sort of like uh, when uh, uh, my wife and I planned our uh, our honeymoon. We we went and went, oh, the Star Trek conven- uh, Star Trek Star Wars convention is happening at the same time. Honey, can we please go at the same time? <laughs> please. <laughs> Um, bring me back some Ben's cookies. Yeah, I was going to say, please bring cookies. Um, I will do it. I I want booze. I sadly I don't think you've ever had Ben's cookies, Mark. (laughs) I don't think you've ever had booze. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Irish. (laughs) So... I wish I could go to RTX London because uh, one, I it's been way too many years since I have been across the pond, mm. and two, it would be nice to meet up with some friends who who make the long trek all the way or down to RTX and only come to America for that event. So mm-hmm. it would be nice to see them too. Uh, and you know who went to RTX London? Just as a as a quick promo, yes, is uh, our friend Twenty Four Hour Call Center. Uh, yeah. They are currently uh, they have an equivalent of a GoFundMe. Uh, uh, they are a longtime fan uh, listener of the show, and we we want to try to help out. And uh, uh, they need a new wheelchair. Uh, if you go to Twenty Four Hour Call Center on Twitter, it is their top posted tweet. Please uh, sh- spread the word. Do what you can. Uh, we're trying to support them as, as, as much as we can as uh, random stupid internet hosts. But um, we, we want to thank them for everything that they've done for us. And, and uh, showing the power of the community is one of those ways. So please uh, give what you can. Share. If you if you can't give, share. Somebody might be able to. Yeah. And that Twitter is uh, 24HRCALLCENTRE. The, yes. and the UK way. If yes. you if you follow the Rooster Team Twitter, we've already tweeted out the information, but we will tweet it out again after the show. Um, yes. For anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I felt like I interrupted you, Katie, with that. Were you going to say something about? No, London? I just wanted to give the Twitter to make sure that people were able to find it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, <laughs> please support and and uh, and give what you can. We're excited about London. Uh, hey, so last week we were talking a lot about Ruby, so there wasn't really any place for this, but there was a new trailer. Uh, released for Nomad of Nowhere. We're going to take a quick little bit of a look at this Twitter uh, exclusive Twitter. I'll say Twitter one more time. Twitter Twitter. exclusive? Uh, Let's take a look. I am just so ridiculously excited for this show that I don't. I love the color color. color. Oh, it's so nice. Yes. It's so it's and the music. It's like a western episode of Samurai Jack. It's so so pretty. It's going to be very Texan. We see a, a lone figure walking across <laughs> and fall. Readjust Such himself. Such grace. Uh, themselves, a silhouetted. Them off. Just give a little bit of a wave. <laughs> and claps <laughs> off the sky. Because why not? Nomad of nowhere. This is... I'm so excited! I. How much do you think they're going to give us... Before the show, because we're under a month and we know nothing. I feel like that's pretty much all we're getting. Yeah, Yeah, I I hope so. I think they want us to go in blind, and I am perfectly fine with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is some, like, the the, the art style is really interesting. Uh, I I don't remember who said it, uh, but in chat, people were talking about how sort of fast and loose sex swing was and we didn't cover that on this show not for any reason in particular other than anyway <laughs> <laughs> well, no. 
that was something they're still doing individual shows for everything, and so yeah. it was a matter of finding another time and finding people to do it, exactly. and just like yeah, yeah. The the format of the show has changed. So yeah, and if yes. we if we had done it back then, you know, us being in L.A. and having close proximity to Funhouse, we probably could have gotten some of the folks in. But that didn't happen. Regardless, uh, uh, the humor of that show uh, it was absolutely wild. Crazy, uh, off color, uh, a little sexual, blah blah blah, and and because we know so little about Nomad of Nowhere, I was just wondering if anybody has any wild predictions about what type of show this is. Katie, I want to start with you. They said it was going to be a little western and a little samurai jack, and honestly, just because this is the way that my brain is wired and has mm-hmm. been wired for the past fifteen years, I'm kind of getting Trigun vibes. It's a Western. It's magic. It's got things that aren't quite explained. Yes, I know Trigun doesn't have magic. You don't need to explain that to me. (laughs) But we're taking the Western framework and we're reworking it in a new way for new characters and a new premise. And I, that is my jam. I'm in. I am super excited. I was excited the second they showed us the rocks. Like those little (laughs) animated rocks. I was down. And both you and uh, Malachrome in chat bring up a good point. Uh, so the the stuff with the rocks, we saw a clap mm-hmm. and magic happened, and there we saw a clap and the sky turned off. Oh, While yeah, that it's, could it's be a simple, be... while it could be a simple editing trick, uh, Malachroma's prediction is that clapping is how the magic is activated. Yay or nay? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I I've, I definitely feel like, yeah, it could be kind of a full metal alchemist thing. Like, um, Roy Mustang, he, he always snaps when he ignites um, his alchemy. And, and he, science, it, but that's basically, you know, he snaps and his power gets activated. That's kind of how I, the, the vibe I'm getting from that is clap on, clap off mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. magic. Yeah, it seems like we're headed that way. And any other predictions, Stacey or Megan, for Nomad? I think we're going to get some unexpected silliness in, I mean, you know, from this trailer, it's going to be in a very serious, but oh no, we're very silly kind of way. Yeah, uh, I'm, defi- I'm definitely yeah. getting some of those, um, some of those Trigun vibes for sure. Um, I'm kind of wondering if it's not going to be a little bit Looney Tunes as well, hmm. because, you know, this is about a nomad, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe there was a bounty mm-hmm. on his head, so you're going to get lots of bounty hunters chasing this definitely magical guy, and so I could definitely see a lot of slapstick scenarios ensuing when, when you have one guy with magic and everybody else is trying to get a hold of him. Uh, Trigun. Be a, <laughs> so a lot of procedural uh, uh, bounty hunter of the week sort of thing, possibly. For, for I feel like maybe the first couple episodes, I don't know what kind of overarching storyline mm. we can expect, or if it is going to be more epi- like creature of the week, so to speak, yeah. um, where mm-hmm. there's a bounty hunter to deal with and then some sort of magical element. I mean, maybe that's the whole premise of the show, is this nomad is trying to restore magic to this western world he resides in. Mm-hmm. And that he's the last magical creature around. Or he's Hence trying the bounty. Or he's trying to go back in time and stop Aku from ravaging the land. I don't I'm no idea sure. what you're talking about. <laughs> no. Uh, but I do I do wonder if uh, if we're gonna get anybody to the lengths of uh, Scaramouche uh, Scaramouche as characters if we're talking silly if we're talking bounty hunters I don't know if yes Nomad, babe I don't oh. know if Nomad can beat 
Scaramouche when it comes to uh, silly bounty hunters. I don't think you have to beat him, though. I just think you have to join him. Can can we pick Do him up from stuff. Samurai Jack and inject him into the world? Just a straight call Tom Kenny and send him to Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Is he is he one of the Texas voice actors, or is he a part of a different union? I think he's in Los Angeles. Yeah. I am not sure. Uh, but if I mean, it's it's not unlike uh, Rooster Teeth. If it's a if it's a comedy thing, if it's a silly thing, just to parody. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I don't know how you parody Scaramouche. <laughs> he is a parody. Exactly. So you make him a serious, the serious version of that. Character? <laughs> Um, or, or at least less evil. I would like to see a Ruby, uh, I mean the, the franchise Ruby, parody of a character that has something that's also a gun, but it doesn't work. Like they're trying, <laughs> like they're tr- they try to make a weapon that's like, I'm going to make this thing a gun too, and it never works their way. And like a gun gun. It yeah. works as a gun, but not as a gun. Or like a fantasy, Final Fantasy style um, gun sword, gun and it like the, the second they try to fire it, like it, like... They're like, ah, oh, what? It ricochets out of their own hand. <laughs> something like that. Uh, or the gun never has any ammo. The something like that. The chamber completely falls apart. <laughs> uh, it shatters the blade. Up. Greek Goddess 2.0 says, This nomad might be harmless, maybe a pacifist. If anything, they'd only be defensive. That's I like a, that idea, too. Yeah. Doing nothing to lessen my Trigun vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't get the vibe of, you know, it being a very, like, combat-heavy on, on our nomads part. Um, you know, from the very little that we've gotten, but I'm it, expecting a lot of running. Yeah, I don't think a guy who can summon magical rocks or like give life to the creatures around him or is in tune with nature in that way. Yeah, I don't see him being the aggressor in mm. that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what a bad way to show off magic than being somebody who's super aggressive. That's why we need to get rid of magic because <laughs> this person's a killer. Uh, <laughs> He yeah. might be in his past. Wouldn't it be yeah. funny if uh, he turns into a bird and flies away and he's like, wow, they really are magic. They do exist. <laughs> uh, we're, we're excited about Nomad of Nowhere. We're going to be talking about it right here on Rooster Teeth Reviews when, we're gonna, when we switch back to our next uh, after show sort of format. But uh, hey, Megan, you were pretty excited about some news. I was. Why don't you tell us a little bit about where uh, South by Southwest and Rooster Teeth's presence there? Okay, so uh, if we if we hop into the Wayback Machine uh, and go back to RTX of 2017, mm-hmm. Rooster Teeth made an announcement that they were working on a horror comedy called Bloodfest. And uh, I just about lost my mind it, because, it, you know, they had done such a great job with laser team and uh then they announced that their you know one of their next features besides laser team 2 was going to be this horror comedy and i was just super excited so uh earlier it was either last week or earlier this week uh they made the announcement that bloodfest will have its world premiere at south by southwest which is uh march i want to say I don't know which day it's premiering, but uh, the South by Southwest Film Festival, I believe, is going to be March 9th through the 13th. Mm-hmm. So, so soon. Like, I've Very got the, soon. I've got the whole press release here, and it doesn't say anything about date, just that it's going to happen. Yeah, um, and that it's it's going to be available, like, you know, on the first website, mm-hmm. uh, if I scroll further down. But uh, we get a little bit more plot synopsis than... Um, 
than we had previously gotten in the past. And this is what the, the press release had to say about the plot. In Bloodfest, fans flock to a festival celebrating the most iconic horror movies, only to discover that the charismatic showman behind the event has a diabolical agenda. As festival attendees start dying off, three teenagers more schooled in horror film cliches than practical knowledge about neutralizing psycho killers must band together and battle through various madmen and men monstrosities to survive i am so excited about this what's that you like horror movies i megan do you like horror I, movies i dabble i dabble in There's horror a, dabble. a little bit <laughs> it sounds a little bit like scream i'm in the um what i uh there was a film that came out starring robert england uh that came out about a year ago which was about a horror nights, you know, like a universal horror night. The, the Funhouse Massacre. Yes, yeah. the Funhouse Massacre. Um, this kind of sounds like that. It's a group of people getting ready to enjoy their horror movie festivity or their horror movie event of the year, and it just goes completely off the rails, and horrible things start happening, and people start dying, and it's a bloodbath, and it's great, and everybody's happy. See, I love that Barb is in this, and we essentially have an evil convention organizer. <laughs> she basically she helped run RTX for years. <laughs> the um, they're they're interesting cast members. Uh, Zachary Levi is going to be in this as well. No uh, Nick Rutherford, who's returning from Crunch Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jacob Batalon. I hope I'm saying that right, but he was uh, the co-star of Spider-Man: Homecoming. Robbie uh, Kay. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, um, Tate Donovan. Uh, so yeah, really good cast. A lot of people, I, I mean, it, it's Rooster Teeth and people are starting to recognize the pull and uh, attraction of being a part of this digital community. And I, I think it's just smart business moves, moves all around. Yes. yes. Oh, it just makes me very happy. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's almost like you have a preference. <laughs> yeah. Man... I don't. I'm considering buying like a South by Southwest ticket just so I can go and see this movie. Dude, they're expensive. I that's they're why so I can't. <laughs> and chat, Fat Man says, uh, "Oh, Fat Batman." I'm sorry. Says Megan's smile while talking about killing and blood was great. <laughs> I mean, if you ever watch us on Silver Screams, do a show from over here. <laughs> Market's uh, inching away slowly. Keep an eye on you. You know it'll be fun. The death part. (laughs) All of the death part. It's going to be so great. Such a happy fun time. (laughs) Well, like, my favorite type of horror is horror comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, the the Evil Dead franchise, um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil Scream, the meta-commentary stuff, Cabin in the Woods, the meta-commentary stuff along with horror comedy. That's where I... That's where I'm happiest when I'm watching my horror. So, uh... I'm really excited. Uh, Rooster Teeth, in terms of their features, has not let me down as of yet. So I'm looking forward to it. This uh, this seems like a regular Buckets of Blood B-movie sort of thing, <laughs> uh, where they're going to try to get a couple of uh, scares in there. But as you brought up uh, 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 The Funhouse Massacre, uh, check that out, because it's it's a, a friend of the show here, Ben Bagley Jr., uh, uh, was uh, the the director and writer with his wife on that, and and I got to uh, talk to them a lot about it, and it was a labor of love because they they oh. love the horror genre as well. So and also getting Robert England. I mean, what yeah. the hell? Oh my Good gosh, Jiminy Christmas! Uh, apparently our lag is back. Deal with it, live audience. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, 
Uh, Katie, you wanted to talk about this tweet from Bethany. I did. I saw this on Twitter today because I live there. And uh, she announced uh, that it is Rooster Teeth's Year of Community that she and Chelsea Atkinson and the events team are cooking up some fun ideas around RTX Austin that Mm. celebrate the community. More info in coming weeks. So, you know, keep an eye out for that. I'm super stoked for that. Always looking forward to RTX and hearing more community-focused events is just like, sign me up. Uh, what do you what do you think it is? Oh, I have like, or what, no idea. Do you idea. have a pie in the sky thing of of what they would do for for? Because uh, I mean, they set up uh, all of the achievement hunter uh, Minecraft uh, things, and uh, back when they ha- back before they destroyed the warthog, <laughs> uh, they, like they have a lot of stuff for, that can allow fans uh, post production to feel like they're a part of the world. So, what what more do you think they can do? I'm wondering if because it's community focused, if they aren't going to do, if they aren't going to facilitate a lot of community meetups for one, and if they're not going to, I don't know, meet and greets. I don't. I I haven't had meet and greets. People have to pay for those. So like, I know. Interesting. Hmm. I just I haven't had a lot of time or brain power to put into this one, but I am very interested. Uh, Stacey, what do you want to see, or what do you what are you thinking? Year of community. What does that mean to you? I mean, aside from, yeah, kind of trying to get maybe meetups leading up to the event in different areas, mm-hmm. kind of seeing, um, God, I don't know, like, really out there, but organizing people who might, I know most of the talent is Austin-based, but for people who aren't maybe setting up meet and greets in that area or community events where they go to, you know, locations. Um, hmm. So like so like a, a, a mini RTX is at some of the major communal hubs around the United Not States. Not even like full out RTXs, but like you know we've we've got the local guild hall bar stuff mm-hmm. like that where you go you go to a place and just even smaller scale like that um, you know places to come together and eat and just hang out or something like that. Yeah. Could you imagine trying to fit all of the Los Angeles Rooster Teeth fans <laughs> into guild hall? No. <laughs> guild local hall, humor. as much as we love it. Is not a huge establishment. It's a little tiny place. Like, this would be like a Dave and Buster's style meetup where we have room to move. I think. Or like Club Nokia. I'm going to put a prediction out there. Do it. Rooster Teeth production themed escape rooms. Yeah, sure. Hey, they've dabbled, so why not expand on that? Well, they, they already have, they already did. Last year, they did the the achievement hunter escape room that was themed to uh, the Grand Theft Auto at RTX. Yeah, ex- at RTX, true. Extending but. it to the other properties, yeah. a Ruby escape room, a I Red versus Blue escape. All room. the clues are written red, by Caboose. Yeah, I want a Red versus Blue escape room <laughs> that functions on Moon Logic. <laughs> it's it's uh, Caboose and Donut. Just trying to get out of a room. It's not. It's not even like and a Doc. prison Let's cell. Throw Doc and Doc in there too. Uh, O'Malley uh, coming in Fantastic. every once in a while. God dang it! Um, but I think that would be I cool. Sort of like how the Attack on Titan room toured, the Legend of Zelda room toured. If there was a yeah. an escape room tour, uh, true. Ruby Chibi had an escape room. Uh, then maybe that's the tease. The clues are all there. <laughs> oh my God, we're solving the first puzzle. <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. Um, I, th- I think if this is the year of the community, I think there's going to be some like pop up 
reward stuff. I, I've seen uh, WWE do this stuff yearly at WrestleMania time. They have somebody's like, hey, I met, like, like for example, if they're in our area, hey, I figure out where I am, and you get two t- two front row tickets to WrestleMania. That's so awesome. as a result, that mobilizes the community to go into the city and explore the city. Or oh, Are you I thinking, know the like, city. Some I know ARG where that is. stuff as well. I mean, and we also we already kind of got that with Murder at the RTX, yeah. where they send people all around the city. So it's another culmination of some sort of connectivity where if you're on your app at the right time and Haxon says go to room 2A on the third floor and you get a ruby shirt or you get on a holem to customize a cosplay outfit for you because you're in the right place or some like something where where if you're at RTX you get you're going to get something cool uh, from being a part of the community or if you're out of state or out of the area they'll have something for you as well what do you want to see? From uh, the year of the community, it just started because Bethany just said it started. So that means we're on Chinese New Year rules and it will end February of next year. Uh, oh, Sam Green wants to hurt me. Death no. Fridge Escape Room. Wash never left. Um, Aww. Sad. It's okay. He left the murder fridge and then promptly got shot. Murder- and, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's okay. It's fine. It's all better now. Um, something to unlock. Uh, Raul uh, Bastidas says, uh, Maiden Vault Escape Room. <gasps> so something where you have to figure out a way to open up a vault to get, to get one the of the relics. relics. And you oh, can only go in in yes. groups of four. Something like that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, all right. So uh, I, I like this version of, of the show where we talk about some of the happenings in, in the Rooster Teeth world. But... We advertised that we were going to be talking about the damn Ruby manga, and three of the four of us have the physical copies here, so we're going to talk about the damn Ruby manga. If you didn't have a, excuse me, if you didn't have a chance to read it, uh, I didn't want to burp into the microphone. It's Valentine's Day, you don't need that in your life. But, uh, 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 I mean, they're already here. I mean, arguably. Um, whether they want to be or not. And we appreciate you. Are we holding our audience hostage? Yes. Yeah. Mark hasn't showed that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whether you've read no. it or not, uh, we're going to be talking about the Ruby manga. It's not like they don't introduce a lot of like new... It's not like a spoiler for season six. No. Uh, they take some of the stories that we do know, add a little bit of flavor, add a little bit of pepper. And give us and give us some new experiences. Uh, just off the bat, the new arts the uh, new the the art style that Viz Media went with for uh, for the team is really cool. It's, I really it is dig it. Gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I think it picking up this manga made me realize how long it's been since I grabbed a graphic novel and actually just sat down and read it in one go mm. like uh and the art style on here there's there's a little bit of like pacing issues and things like that but like the the art style in and of itself is really cool and it's really awesome to see ruby in another art style. Mm-hmm. And um, again, given that Ruby is a Western animation inspired by anime and manga, it's really cool to see a manga come from that and see um, how the art style changes when it goes from medium to medium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially just the, the how Japanese the designs have become and recognizing other characters in Yang's design and how her hair is more wild and free uh, and how... Uh, more Super Saiyan. Yeah, right. Super yeah. Saiyan. Yeah. Uh, there is one panel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like very overtly oh, Super yeah. Saiyan. <laughs> like, okay, 
hey, not only do we go there, we live there now. No, that was... <laughs> and the, the tall slenderness of Ozpin. I was going to say, out of all the characters in terms of how... how Everybody sort of got a little bit of a makeover. I, Oz was the one where I there, stepped away yeah. and went, mmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oz works in this. Oz works. I, my Oz issue bad. with the art style is that we went full-on fan service for Yang, even more so than some of her outfits in the show, and it's just like, oh, I thought we'd escaped that. And and also, oh. just, just as a logistics thing, not as any like, something, I think Blake is a little over-sexualized. Oh, oh, like, the, yes. like uh, on the back cover, you can you can even see. That's not even, um, like, In the show, <laughs> she just anatomically doesn't have those boobs. <laughs> so, so, do, like, the, it's like manga. the weird Captain America, like, giant muscle, like, weird pose. The Liefeld. Yeah, the Liefeld. It's like, it's like a, the, the, the manga version of the Liefeld, where it's just like, well, that's not that per- Okay, these are different interpretations of these characters. Um, I Nobody's think- back is broken, though. Like, no. Like Shiro, he can draw feet. He understands anatomy. Like we're we're definitely a few steps up from the Liefeld, but the overt sexualization bothered me mm. in a way that it doesn't always in manga because the show is usually really good at not doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, to take one from you that you take from Doug Walker, you know, for kids. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, Ruby uh, has stopped being, you know, for kids about uh, two and a half seasons ago. Sure. Um, but specifically, just to evoke another show, uh, Yang and Blake look like Panty and Stocking from Panty and Stocking and Garden Very, I like, thought it's that the hair. looked kind it's of familiar. Like specifically, the hair, it, 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 she, like, she looks like Gothic Lolita. Which is kind it's, of fitting because it's a Western property that's inspired by Japanese animation mm. and then Japanese animation that's inspired by a Western property. It's animation inception. Yeah. They just meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah, both, both that's what Panty Panty and Stocking is is basically anime Powerpuff Girls, but not for children. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that, that's a great comparison, Mark. Uh, were there any other character designs that uh, leapt out at anybody? I loved Nora's kind of anime-style design. Yeah. I thought it was great. Like, mm-hmm. the way that they kind of changed her hair to be kind of the more typical, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, badass girl. <laughs> like, was... Honestly, I love the treatment of the Grimm. I yes. especially love that weird new little build your own chimera grim that we got in there. Like, oh, but where are the tiny ones? Mm-hmm. It's like with scorpions. If you see a big scorpion, they're probably not terribly poisonous. But if you see a tiny scorpion, you might want to leave. <laughs> um, yeah, chimera. Because like, um, we get the geist in in later seasons, but like um, this chimera grim. That's something I would actually love to see in the show proper. I know that. This the manga isn't necessarily canon, but Miles and Carrie has have also said that it's not not canon. Canon until it's contradicted in the show. The um, canon my, adjacent. My only real complaint, and, and like this is a super nitpicky thing, um, because again, this is this is sort of as you said, canon adjacent. My only real nitpick is that how cavalier about magic they are. They they very mm-hmm. they state very early on magic is a thing and. In this season and in the the previous season, magic was treated almost like a taboo. Like, Mm. uh, Raven and Crow's ability to turn into birds is something that's unnatural and unsettling. Um, The Maiden's powers are supposed to be really dangerous because they alter the natural world around them. 
And so to just have this book go, magic is great, and we're here for magic and friendship. Like, that was a little weird to me, just right off the bat. That threw me out right away. I was like, wait a second. I feel like that was a localization choice because Miles and Carrie were working with a translator, um, you know, when they were creating this manga. And then, you know, Viz is localization team working with Suesha. You know, that's it getting translated from one language to another and then back into English. So it's a little bit of like Google Translate going on (laughs) with something. Yeah, did they quite mean magic in the way that we traditionally understand? Yeah, or was that just, well, that's that's what everyone who's going to read this is going to understand. So that's fine for this. Malachroma says the official stance on the manga is it's canon unless it contradicts the show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Magic. Magic. 50%. Like, I love that we augmented what were essentially the four trailers that we got before the show started. Mm -hmm. That we got some dialogue. That we got some motivation. What we had for Weiss was fantastic. Oh, by far the best part of the book. But I will say, you had mentioned, well, nobody's breaking their backs. What the hell is this pose? <laughs> Never mind. Oh, pose? Never mind. That's just like, well, ex- I lied. excuse me? Anyway. I lied. <laughs> it's, um, it's not nearly as boobs and butt as a lot no, of other horses. Like, she still, still got that, that like crazy curvature. It, 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 it turns out glyphs aren't her semblance, the ability to contort her body is. The elastic spine is. Her aura is real. slowly healing the back damage. <laughs> <laughs> she can turn off her pain receptor. She actually has hazel semblance. <laughs> Malakarma brought this up at one point Yang yelling what have you done to the laws of physics like excuse me that's the show that's it that's the show nailed it that was really great should have trusted myself I was try- I've been looking up what the name of a character from Bleach was because uh, Orihime nope Orihime? Orihime. Not Orihime. Because Nora reminded me of Orihime's friend Tatsuki. Tatsuki! uh, Who's just like this pro athlete, uh, kick the hell out of Ichigo despite being a super powered god of death from another dimension. Yeah, she just likes beating people up. Half from another dimension. She just likes beating people up. (laughs) But still, that that young, exuberant sportiness Mm -hmm. is what Nora reminds me of. Um, Anybody really. I was also really digging uh, Penny. In uh, jet mode, (laughs) was really adorable. You don't have to hold Um, your arms out to fly, but I like it. It's hip. It's hip. hip. Talking about how you've been influenced by something, haven't you? like picking up this book uh, again it made me nostalgic for like when I used to read manga all the time um picking up this book and looking at the 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 story where it takes place within the timeline it made me really nostalgic for the early seasons you know back when it was friendship and magic uh, was happy yeah. <laughs> as opposed to death and despair and we had Pira yep <laughs> Like, yep. that was a thing. Pira, Penny, and Torchwick all running around, and <laughs> it was uh, like, oh, yeah, remember simpler times. <laughs> our alive redheads, our very alive redheads. Yes. Um, They're all fine. We're down to one now, <laughs> aren't we? Nothing happened. Everything's fine. fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're in, down to one. In terms of... What what other highlights do we have without going into, into specifics? Did did anybody 
Did this a, a little bit more of a, uh, a widening out of the scene on the train with Blake and Adam? Did this affect anybody's feelings towards Adam? I, I it did. Um, yeah. uh, in this um, canon adjacent story, um, I can definitely see why Blake would have stayed with him for so long. This is. I mean, you definitely get the callousness there with him saying that he doesn't care about the people on um, on the train. But up until that point, you really do get the sense that the two of them are freedom fighters and that they've been in this fight together for a long time. The, the camaraderie is there. Um, but then, of course, there's that line of, like, you know, what about them? And that's where she knows that even though it's hard, she has to leave. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it it made him look like more of a person. And you can tell he, in in this scene, he, feel, he definitely thinks of himself as the hero mm-hmm. in his own story because he's acting more pro-tag, if that makes any sense. Right. Yeah, he comes in very, like, sure and very, this is the right thing to do. I'm we are doing hero. this for justice. This is, yeah. Uh, and it's definitely presented that way. See that? There was a line in there that I didn't trust, and it was her saying something about, well, the dust is going to go to the faunus in need, right? And he just kind of, meh? Yep. <laughs> Shrugs like, it off. Okay, that ooh, giant red flags. Oh, yeah. Um, I liked, similar to Adam, I liked a lot of the uh, alternate characterization of some of the people. We got a little bit more of a background of the twins from the, the, the uh, Yang's trailer, Burn trailer yeah. as well as Junior. Like, <laughs> yeah. reading, and, like, seeing, seeing Junior like this and not hearing Jack Patillo is a, no, no offense, Jack, but it's a bit of a welcome change to the character. He seems less of a goof just because Jack is a very nice person who donates a lot of money to children uh, <laughs> uh, fairly frequently. And then being a dude with a rocket bat saying, you're going to pay for this. Like, eh. But uh, but Yang getting the, the nickname, what do they call you, Zhao Long, the little dragon. <laughs> um, and getting the flashback of Ruby saying, oh, your hair is so pretty. Like that, like that, that sort of context tiny stuff. Was, yeah. That context mm-hmm. was, Context was it's like oh that's why she always gets mad whenever whenever anybody messes with her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was a nice little detail. Um, her yeah, getting these character insights was really nice, and getting because that's something that's lacking in Ruby. Thank goodness um, <laughs> is that we don't get internal monologues unless somebody unless it's like an Ozpin Oscar conversation. And thank God, I think the show would suffer for that. But when you change over uh, the medium, it's kind of necessary. Mm-hmm. We had a little bit of that from Ruby in season one, but we don't, you're right, we don't have like a full-on narration thing. Right. I think in terms of alternate characterization in the manga, Jean suffered a lot, even though this was an earlier season characterization. I feel like they really went for lowest common denominator there. Uh, Carden got twice as much screen time as he ever had in the series. <laughs> just left of center on Glinda. Mm-hmm. Like, they were close, but no banana. And, and, and speaking to Jean, a lot of his featured panels uh, showed him not just to be terrified, but terrifying. 
Like, <laughs> him being scared scares me. Sort of a thing. And, like, seeing Not, him sweat. Yeah. Turning that first page out of that chapter, I was like, oh, what? Like, are you Are okay? you dead? I, I will say that even though I like the character design for Oz, for a lot of the male characters, I did have to do a double take. Like, I had to do a double take, and I was like, that's Carden? Yeah. Like, that's Jean? Oh, wait, Carden. wait a minute. <laughs> Happy we got Carden back in Ruby Chibi this week. <laughs> uh, which is really nice. If you haven't watched it on, on the site, it's, 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 it's public, but not on YouTube. But check it out, because, oh boy. Oh no, that was last week. That's right, that was last mm-hmm. week. Excuse me. With the dating site. Um, now, oh. unfortunately, no, oh, I know. <laughs> terrifying <laughs> and terrified. <laughs> thank, thank you, Blue Shades. Uh, Blue Shades did some fan art of uh, the Menguin uh, <laughs> being the really excited for blood. Made a murder penguin. I love oh, it. It makes me uh, so happy. <laughs> That is some adorable stabity death. Uh, so, as the last thing, because we do unfortunately have to wrap up here, uh, one favorite bit, two cutest baby. Because we got some flashbacks of of, the, of our girls as, as children. It's hard oh. not... But also just favorite, in general, favorite part of the manga. Weiss. Weiss's storyline, for sure. Absolutely. Like, her complete admiration of winter. You get more insight into, um, into you know, the white trailer and her dynamic with her family pre-Beacon. Like, it really solidifies, like... It was such a weird thing to have her her father's secretary say that this matter of which school you go to is beneath your father's notice, but at the same time, you should really stay here. It's like, you're not important, but I still run your life. Yeah, yeah to watch those power dynamics in play. Um, I think we got the most out of her storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so says you. The bit <laughs> about, like, everyone praised me and I thought I deserved it, and then I realized that they were just trying to make my dad happy and honor the family name, and it had nothing to do with me. You know, minor identity crises that shape your life. Yeah, and to know that she had already kind of gone through that moment before arriving at Beacon, because when we were first introduced to her, she kind of had that high and mighty spoiled thing, but to kind of know she's already had that internal dialogue and she's already kind of been inspired to work that hard for herself kind of put a different spin on Well, and to to live up to her sister. Like, Mm -hmm. um, that's something that I really like from all of the additional Ruby material that's come out that focuses on their dynamic. Um, is how much Weiss really does adore and look up to her sister. That's mm. something I really love. Um, I will say, too, also, it's kind of cool knowing who Yang is looking for mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, yeah. in that, in, when she goes to the club, knowing who she's looking for. I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of cool and also really tragic. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. We know a little bit too much about her future. Uh, Stop looking for her. She's not worth She's it. not worth no, it. find her. Uh, Stacey, she's a terrible mom. Favorite part? Uh, favorite baby. So my favorite bit, there is an exchange between Ren and Nora <laughs> when they are fighting the the monstrous many-headed snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nora's just like, do you think if one of them bites us, the venom would kill us? Or do you think that the fangs are venomous? And Ren is just like, are you serious? This is what you're worrying about right now. The size, and just he—he he just looks so done in this panel, and just so bored with the situation. It is the most. Especially knowing about his semblance too. It's like, mm. uh, but did, is everybody in agreement about uh, cute Babby Weiss? Okay, 
Sweet baby wise. wise. Sweet baby wise. So we got two baby, baby wises. Yang. Baby Yang. Baby Yang. Baby Yang. Baby Yang. Um, <laughs> I, I thought there was a lot of sadness, uh, and even though we didn't get to see too much of it in uh, in Babby Blake, even just the the, the beginning yeah. of her, just oh, the, like the first oh. the first couple of frames of Faunus and all of the the terrible stuff that that she had to go through, um, especially it looks like a cute girl with a bow on. Uh, like a cute little girl, like wearing a big old bow from her parents, but it's just it's cat ears, and we know it's cat ears. Um, but uh, Katie, what was your favorite? Oh part? no, my brain immediately dismissed that as oh no, that's not canon. It made her seem like she was abandoned, and the White Fang picked her up. But her, she has a family, and her mm. dad was in charge of the White Fang. Like this is adorable. It's is not very, real. Non canonical. Non canonical. Yeah, this is very much before this. Oh, absolutely. Seasons, but right. uh, favorite part of the manga. I feel like I said it earlier. Okay. Weiss's story. Okay, so we were all. In, I just wanted to make yes. sure double, yes. double back and, and yes. make sure um, the burn the, the the yellow trailer was always been one of my favorite things of Ruby. It was one of the things that I would show people first and then go back and show the others, just because comedy, action, character, uh, 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 graphics, uh, which were so mindful. Music, music, yeah. uh, the remix of every other theme, and then going back and going, oh, I remember that from this. So so seeing the the redo. And even the the post scene of Yang doing the very anime, like oh, you don't know anything, and like I can see her like thumping her head on the on the thing like a traditional anime character. But uh, this book you can get for fourteen ninety nine US, twenty dollars Canadian, and ten dollar ten ten pounds ten pounds yeah ten pounds in the UK. Uh, pick it up on Amazon. Highly recommended uh, from all of us here at the Rooster Team. Uh, unfortunately, we are out of time for this week. What are we doing next week? I don't know. Things. We'll something, see. Something. But you I like this idea of community, of trying to be like a community radio. But uh, uh, until next week, Megan, where can the folks find you? What are you working on? Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mengwin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I do a lot of stuff. Uh, but one of the things that just dropped today is part two of a machinima series that I, I play one of the characters in called uh, The Ark. My character's Joan. Go check that out. Stacy. Guys, I'm Stacey Shuttles. You can find me on Twitter at Stacey Shuttles. I also work with Mark on a podcast where we talk about video games and play video games. Uh, I started Doki Doki Literature Club <gasps> last week, and I'm going to be continuing that. So uh, you can find us at Twitch slash Inventory Full PT. That's where I'll be playing it. Make sure you play it alone in the dark. Absolutely. But don't play the, the video game way. alone in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Or the oh. movie. Oh. Specific Oh, we already did that one a couple years ago. Oh, or is it awful? Uh, uh, Katie, what are you working on? I'm Katie Cullen. You can follow me all over the social medias as well as on YouTube and Twitch at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. Um, Megan and I do reaction videos to most Rooster Teeth properties. Those live on that YouTube channel. Additionally, if you are in Los Angeles, if you are going to be at Gallifrey One, the Doctor Who convention this weekend, I will be there on Saturday and Sunday. I will pretty much have my rear parked in the charity auction for most of the time so come support a good cause have a really good time at the convention all of that fun stuff uh star wars rebels is back next week and voltron is back next month keep an eye out for both of those and I'm Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. Uh, I recently appeared on Collider for the Inner Geekdom Schmodown. It was a fatal five-way match yesterday. Please go check it out. Uh, leave some support. I already did see some people in chat who had watched it. I really appreciate it. Spread the word. Uh, I'm sort of a dark horse in the match because people aren't that familiar with me. But there were fans that said, oh, Mark from the Rooster Team? 
and that yeah. really uh, really tickled me, uh, uh, which is great. We have some people that haven't been a part of that chat, saw me in, in the Schmodown, and then came to watch and join us live in chat, Aww. which we, we humbly accept. Also, follow the, the entire team at ABTV Rooster Team. If you like this version of the show, let us know. Leave comments down below and find us at our individual Twitters. Uh, also, follow Patrick at P to the D's, who's not uh, joining us uh, too much because he's so busy. Uh, but he's also a part of Inventory Full. We do our talk show on Mondays, and as Stacy said, we stream throughout the week. Thank you so much for watching this episode of uh, Rooster Teeth Reviews on After Buzz Animation. We'll see you at Beacon. Bye. I guess. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye, you later. Get it? <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. After